Hi there, and welcome to the Simply Living For Him podcast. I'm Karen DeBuse from Simply Living For Him. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Simply Living For Him podcast. On this podcast, I talk about all things simple, whether it's life out here on our little hobby farm, how I keep things simple in my homeschool, or you'll just hear a lot about Jesus, because I truly do believe that the remedy for our clutter and chaos in this world is Jesus. The more we desire Him, the less we desire the things of this world, and the more naturally and easier it will be to live simply. So today we're celebrating. It's the 100th episode of the Simply Living for Him podcast. And I am really excited because I'm going to do some fun giveaways. We have some people who have generously donated some giveaways um, to celebrate with us. And you're going to hear all about that in a few minutes. And before we start, I wanted to thank our podcast sponsor, Apologia. Apologia is a big part of this podcast because they have sponsored our podcast this year. And so every episode you hear is um, in big part due to their help. So I thank them for that. Please visit Apologia.com and um, check them out. Right now they have a great homeschool sale going on for all of you homeschoolers. There's a back to school sale out there at Apologia.com. And also they have a free ebook Um, You can find the link on the webpage for this podcast um, with some devotions and prayers and things like that. So go check them out and support them because they support us here at Simply Living for Him. So today's the 100th episode and it's really exciting and it's so funny because I just realized like a week or two ago, oh my goodness, we're going to be on episode 100. So I quickly tried to put together some kind of fun celebration to um, celebrate, and I have some giveaways that we're going to be giving away. So if you are listening on the podcast, and the giveaways will be open for three days. So starting today, Friday, when this podcast goes live um, through the weekend. And so you'll want to go to the webpage for this podcast episode if you want to enter. If you are listening later when this is in the archives, unfortunately those giveaways will be gone, but you can still celebrate with us. So we have some fun giveaways. Dorenda Wilson, she's giving away her two books, one for each, uh, we'll have one winner for each prize. So you have a chance of winning several prizes. So Dorenda has um, donated her book, The Unhurried Homeschooler. Excellent book. I recommend it to everyone if you are homeschooling. Dorenda is like a kindred spirit. She just is so on the same page as me. We got to spend some time together at Myrtle Beach when we were both speaking at Teach Them Diligently, and I adore her. So she also wrote um, Unhurried Grace for Mothers. It's a devotional book for mothers. Again, another must-read book. They're short and sweet and um, simple, just like I like, um, but full and packed with encouragement. Uh, We also have um, a gift card from the Purple Pear, which is an Etsy shop. She has beautiful artwork with verses and um, different scripture and things like that. So there's a $25 gift card for one winner. I'm also throwing in some of my books for one winner will be called Home. Another will uh, win Real Homeschool. And of course, our brand new uh, journal, our Uh, Simply Seeking Him journal. And there's also one winner will receive a $25 Amazon gift card. So isn't that exciting? We have so many 
fun giveaways today just to celebrate the 100th episode. So I wrote a post the other day that I talked about um, the podcast and how we were approaching the 100th episode. And, you know, just like everything I do, I never intended to be a podcaster. (laughs) So I didn't intend to homeschool. I didn't intend to write. I didn't intend to speak. And I didn't intend to be a podcaster, but here we are following God's uh, plan. So I kind of told the story a little bit on this blog post the other day, and I'll link to it in this post as well, uh, in this ep- um, web page for this episode. But I think it was, I don't remember what year, but it was several years, several years back. The podcast actually began quite by accident. So at that time, I was already speaking at conventions and enjoying that. And I kind of said to Steve one day, you know, I want to do a little recording. It was back to school time. And I said, I want to do a little recording, like an MP3 download for um, my readers. Um, You know, in the fall, there generally aren't homeschooling conventions. Those usually happen in the spring. So I thought it'd be a great idea to kind of do a presentation, you know, um, but not a blog post like talking because, you know, I like to write, but there's nothing better than real life and and talking and really there's nothing better than meeting people in real life but the next best thing is is doing something like this a recording where you can actually hear the voice behind it because sometimes when you write a blog post you know you never know how people are going to take it they don't hear your voice so I thought I'm going to do a little recording to encourage homeschooling moms for back to school and um, so Steve was like, yeah, I can set it up so you can record that and you can put it on your webpage and people can listen to it. So that's what I did. Now, podcasts weren't really a big thing back then. Um, I feel like they've become a lot more um, of a thing now. So back then they weren't. I mean, they certainly were around. But um, So I did this recording and then after that, it had a pretty good... Um, I had pretty good feedback from it and people enjoyed it. So I thought, well, you know, maybe I'll do those once in a while. And, you know, I have a huge problem with consistency. (laughs) So I would do them like when I felt like it and I would be like, oh, I'll make another recording. We'll do it sort of like a podcast. And so I sort of in the early beginning of this podcast was just kind of winging it and doing it whenever I felt like it. And so I actually used to think back then that no one listened. I was like, uh, you know, I'll do these and kind of just put up these little downloads. Um, At the time, that's what it was. They were not hosted on SoundCloud or anything like that. They were just little downloads on the webpage. And um, so I started to uh, do that inconsistently, but I was getting good feedback from them. And then I figured, well, we'll, you know, we'll go over to some kind of a podcast hosting. Uh, We use SoundCloud and we can maybe hopefully get them up more consistently. And so I had the intention in the beginning of doing it. I think it was every other week and still I was not very consistent. Um, And what I didn't really think a lot of people were listening to them. And I started to get emails though from people that were saying, when are you doing another podcast? And so you know, at that point we were officially calling it a podcast and not just these little downloads. Um, and so I would, you know, I would try to get them up. I would, I would totally wing it. It was like when I was in the mood. And so eventually I decided, you know, I want to really, I want to be consistent with this. And I really want to do one episode every week, every Friday is what we chose. And I don't remember how long ago that was. I want to say two years ago, maybe a year and a half ago when we started doing them consistently every week. 
And it's just been growing and growing for, for that period of time. And I'm so grateful. And I would say that at almost every, no, definitely at every convention that I went to this spring to speak, people would come up to me and say, you know, I know you from your podcast. And that blew my mind because I honestly thought when I was sitting in my office talking in my microphone <laughs> that no one was listening. So that was really cool. And so now it's been really cool because with SoundCloud, I can see how many listeners I have. And, you know, I know in the podcast world, I don't have like great big numbers. We have um, several thousand a month, but um, what's been really cool is to see that I not only am able to reach people all over the country, but all over the world. And so the joke is how we have listeners on every continent except Antarctica. So we're waiting for the scientists out there in Antarctica to get a hold of the Simply Living for Him podcast so I can say it's been listened to on every continent. So I want to thank you guys all because 100 episodes and that's because you guys have been listening and you're encouraging me because I know that once in a while we do have to skip a Friday um, with traveling, especially or things happen and always people will write and say where's that you know where's the podcast is there another episode coming so I'm just encouraged when I meet people and they say that they're actually listening and um, you know it helps them on their long drives or when they're doing their chores that they're listening so that just is exciting to me and the podcast as you guys know everything I do is simple so our podcast is simple and no fluff and I literally just sit here in my office and, you know, spew out what's on my mind for half an hour. And uh, I think that's what really um, connects with people because it really is no fluff. It's just me, like, as if you were here and we were having coffee. And so that's just um, another way that I've been encouraged that simply living for him is reaching more and more people. So I'm excited to see what the future holds for simply living for him. I'm excited to see um, what it holds for the podcast, especially because, you know, in this social media world, everything's always changing. You know, podcasts might just be, um, you know, a dying thing, who knows. But for now, I'm just enjoying that I'm able to reach more people in a different way through the Simply Living for Him podcast. So first, don't forget, go over to the webpage for this episode. If you are listening, just go to simplylivingforhim.com and you'll find it right there. Um, and if it doesn't come up on the homepage, hit podcast at the top menu and you can find it in there if you're listening later on in the archives. Um, if you're listening on iTunes or SoundCloud, um, you can find the link in the description as well because you'll want to enter the giveaway. And I would encourage you if you could share this episode with others or just share the podcast in general with others, rate and review it if you're listening on iTunes, that just helps us get this message out to more people. So today I was just wanted to do a fun little episode, sort of talk about um, the things that I have learned on our journey to simplify. And, you know, some of them may be good and some of them may be encouraging. Some of them you may be surprised at. So and some of them maybe won't even resonate with you. And that's okay too, because we're all on a different journey. So I had just written down a couple here to um, talk about, and I wanted to just go over those really quick and, you know, just um, talk about this journey and what does it mean to live simply. Now, I have several episodes on the blog, you know, talking about simplifying and about clutter, and you guys know that I always bring it back to the heart, right? Simplifying is about so much more than stuff, and it's about so much more than clutter. You know, if you want to be a minimalist and you want to learn about organization and, and decluttering, there's a lot of other people out there on the web that you can find 
find that will teach you because that's not my thing. While I like to live simply, I like to talk about living simply. For me, it's about so much more. It's about um, living simply so that we can focus on the things that are most important and so that we can focus on Jesus. Because right now, our world is getting louder and louder and noisier and noisier and more cluttered every day. We are bombarded by images on social media. We are bombarded by information. We're bombarded by materialism, by stuff. And so my mission here at Simply Living for Him is to help you guys to stay focused and to say, yeah, those things are cool, but that's not the main thing, right? We want to keep the main thing the main thing. And all that stuff out there is a distraction and it often hinders us in our walk with Jesus. So what have I learned on this journey to live simple? Well, as you guys know, I've always been a little house in the prairie girl at heart, right? I always say that like, you know, um, I, I, I was never really into um, acquiring a lot of stuff, yet you would be surprised to know that I am not a minimalist and I have learned on this journey that it is not about minimalism. It's not about how much stuff you have. It's really about your mindset and what you are doing with the stuff you have. But, um, you know, I have always sort of had that mindset of when I... Um, look at life. I always look at it in that eternal perspective. Like, will this really matter in the long run? Why are we, you know, stressing about out about all these details? I joke around, like if you put me in charge of something, like I remember when the kids were little and I was in like little mom's club or like, you know, church with little, um, little kid things, uh, say like children's church or, you know, any kind of thing like that. If you put me in charge, it's going to be simple, (laughs) right? I'm not big on getting wrapped up in all the details, you know, and a lot of us are so, um, you know, like right now we're in the middle of our church day camp. And so I know how those can go. And our church does a great job with our day camp. It's a full day. It's not just VBS. It's a full day day camp. But, you know, I remember thinking, um, you know, a lot of those things can get very focused on all the stuff and how are we doing it and the crafts and the right decorations and the right music and the right this and the right that. And everyone means well. And then we get really tired and exhausted and we're all like so um, whiny, uh, me included. I'm right there in that whining group sometimes because we're tired and we're exhausted and we're all focusing on all this stuff when really the heart gets lost. So, um, you know, and that can be for anything, not just... um, you know, like a VBS, but like anything we do, whether it's homeschooling, whether it's parenting, whether it's our family life, getting so wrapped up in details. Look at birthday parties, right? They they can be out of control. We forget we're celebrating a life. We're not just like trying to impress everybody with how fancy we can make our desserts and, and those things. So what I've learned is that less stuff really helps us to live life, you know, less distractions and um, helps us to focus on what matters most. Because I remember the early years when my kids were young, we stopped doing birthday parties when they were like three, because I remember it was, and this was before Pinterest, mind you, I can't even imagine having little ones now and feeling that pressure, but this was like, you know, even before that, and you still felt like you had to have a theme and every little snack had to go with the theme and all the decorations had to go with the theme and all that. And you're so busy with all that stuff that you're not really enjoying the party. So then you're complaining about it and then you're saying how tired you are. But that can be just the same in life. We get so wrapped up in all the details that we are not really living our life. We're so focused on all this stuff and then we complain about it because we're tired and we're worn out that we're not really living life. So the less 
time we spend on these distractions, the more time we spend on truly living and building relationships with people and remembering that it's all about the heart and, you know, focusing on Jesus, right? The reason that we live is to glorify God. And it doesn't glorify God when we get all wrapped up in details and stuff. Um, and it's not to say that those things aren't important or, or aren't fun or aren't, uh, or what I want to say is they're not bad, but it's how we use it. Like, you know, if, if we're complaining about a birthday party, then we're not really celebrating that person's life. If we're complaining about, um, a VBS, or we're complaining about our homeschool, or we're complaining about a party we're throwing for anybody, and we're we're our spirit is is that way. Then how are we really glorifying God or celebrating that thing? Um, so less stuff just naturally means we're going to have more time to do real things, um, and with our family as well. Like the what I've learned about this journey to live simply is that when we focus on our family, and um, we focus on doing things, but not acquiring things, right? So what do I mean by that? You know, focus with your family, with the time that you have or, or the financial, um, you know, the money. Are you spending it on stuff or are you spending it on doing things, experiences? Um, and you don't even have to spend money to have experiences, right? You can just enjoy being together. Um, I know just this week I've had a lot of time with my youngest son because my other kids are all in camps, um, different camps this week. And so we have spent time just literally like playing games and I'm just having so much fun. We're not spending any money. (laughs) We're not focusing on, you know, things. We're just focusing on having fun together. And it's so simple. In fact, I was talking to somebody today um, and they were just saying, you know, it's summertime and we're so busy and I have my kids running crazy from activity to activity and I just feel like it's worse than the school year. We're so busy. And she goes, I just don't think it's supposed to be like this. And I looked at her and I said, no, it's not. You know, she said, because my kids, I can see it in their faces. They're tired. They don't want to be running around. It's summertime. And I said, yeah, think about when we were little. We didn't run around and do camps and all that. Maybe maybe some people did camps, but I, mean, I didn't. We were perfectly content, like riding our bikes and being outside. And she said, yeah, but it's different nowadays. You feel like you have to. And I was like, I don't. I don't feel like I have to. Which brings me to another thing that I have learned on this journey. People might think you're weird. And that's okay, you know? Like, you don't have to be the same as everyone else. You're not living to keep up with the Joneses. You're living to keep up with God and what he's leading you to do. And I know for sure how he's leading me with our family. And that's not to be running around crazy. That's not to be with a packed schedule. And those things are not bad. Like I said, if you're running around busy and you have a packed schedule and you guys are loving it and it's bearing fruit in your life and it's glorifying God and, and you're like thrilled with all the things you're doing and you guys are growing and then that's wonderful. But most people, when they have a packed schedule and they're not keeping it simple and they're feeling the need to keep up with the culture are not glorifying God because they're complaining, they're tired, their kids are complaining, their kids are tired, and it um, it doesn't glorify God. And, you know, it's all going back to the heart again. So, you know, focusing on doing things together, focusing on keeping that schedule maybe less packed, people might think 
you're strange and that's okay, right? You know, it's, it's okay. If you are following God and how you are leading your family and, and you're content with that, cares what everyone thinks. I don't feel like I need to have a packed schedule. I don't feel like that. I, I am perfectly happy that my kids have downtime in the summer. I believe that kids should be kids and that summer should be enjoyable. And there's a lot to be gained from letting them explore on their own and have downtime. They're not little adults. I say this all the time when I speak at homeschool conventions, especially talking about the younger years, which we have a podcast on that coming up soon. They're not little adults, you know, because people say, oh, well, they have to learn how to live in the real world. Not at five, not at six. That is their world at that age. That is their real world at that age, right? So we don't need to put them on an adult schedule. You know, this is what this one person was saying to me was that their schedule was so packed because they felt like when school ended that their kids needed a schedule and they needed to be doing stuff. And, and, you know, I sort of said in disagreement and said, I don't think so. I think it's perfectly fine that kids don't have um, much to do in the summer sometimes. That's okay. They'll find plenty to do. Um, So yeah, we're not looking to keep up with the Joneses. Another thing I have learned about living simple is it's different for everyone. How I live simply is not how other people live simply. There are no rules. You're following after what God is leading for you, you for your family. For me, seek uh, Matthew 6.33, seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all of these things will be added unto you. That is my life verse. That is what I focus on. That is what keeps me grounded and keeps my heart where it needs to be, keeping Jesus at the center of everything we do. Um, and so... But it's a journey because I have not gotten it all down pat. I am not perfect. I do grumble and complain and whine and get tired and do all the things, you know, that um, I know I shouldn't. So we're all a work in progress, but it's a journey. And that's the verse that keeps me grounded. And that's the verse that I go back to when I say, do I need to do all this stuff? Is this going to glorify God? Um, What is the purpose in this? Is this, you know, where God wants me? You know, seeking him in everything you do so that you can bring glory to him. That is your purpose. Um, So there aren't any rules. There are not rules to how you live simply. It's not a legalistic thing. Like you can't have, you know, like I said before, it's not about minimalism. It's not about how much stuff you have. I am not a minimalist and that might surprise you. I I am not like, we can't have anything, you know? In fact, today I spent the day cleaning out the garage and I'm always like, how did we acquire all this stuff? I'm supposed to be the simply living for him lady, right? There was a podcast episode recently about us purging bags and bags of clutter. But that brings me to another thing that I have learned about living simply. And that is, it's all about um, the things that I am growing in and the things that, um, that simplifying has taught me is self-control because you know, learning to live simply or keeping that mindset has helped me to develop a little bit more self-control because, you know, I am just like everybody else. I might feel like, um, wanting to go out and go shopping. I want to search Amazon or I see something cute and I want to buy it. Right. And then I have to say to myself, do I need it? Is it necessary? And honestly, if you ask yourself everything you bring in your house, is it necessary? Do you need it? Most of the time you're not going to bring it in your house. Right. Ask me these questions when I'm standing in the Target dollar aisle, though. (laughs) All of a sudden, when you're standing there, you want it all, right? And I say to myself sometimes when I'm standing there, honestly, is this going to end up like in the garbage in a few weeks? Or is this going to end up just like being another thing, another clutter, right? 
or is it really useful and purposeful and um, helping me to do my job in life, which is to glorify God and to seek him first and to expand his kingdom. The target dollar aisle probably doesn't do those things. But you know what it does in that little second? It gives you pleasure. For a split second, it feels good to buy all that stuff. And so living simply helps you develop a little bit more self-control. And you know what? Some people say, I just don't have self-control. You don't. But guess where you get it from? The Holy Spirit. So if living simply is helping me to develop more self-control, that means I'm letting the Spirit work through me. Because in my own flesh, I don't have self-control. I want to buy the whole Target dollar aisle. But when I walk with the Lord and I let the Spirit take over and I walk in the Spirit and not in the flesh, who cares about what's on the dollar aisle? I got Jesus, right? So we focus on... Um, eternal things. We focus on the things of God. We set our mind on things above and everything else doesn't seem quite as alluring, quite as pleasurable, quite as tempting to buy because we realize this is just junk. This is just making me feel good in the moment. Um, and I'm, I'm just being honest. A lot of things in Target make me feel good in the moment. I want this. I want that. And then I ask myself, okay, do you want this or do you need it? And if I really can't fight that urge, I have to say, okay, Holy Spirit, give me the self-control. Because in your own flesh, you're not going to have it. And, but in the Spirit, you are. So that's another thing that simplifying has taught me. Um, that, you know, you can, you can grow closer to the Lord. Also, another thing is, I thought would be kind of um, important to point out a lesson that I've learned on this simplifying journey Simple doesn't always mean easier, right? A lot of times people equate simple living with, oh, it's just easier. And partly that's true. There's, you know, when you have less stuff, you just have less to manage. When you are focused on Jesus, you're not focused on all the things of this earth. But does it make it easier always? Not necessarily. I mean, we like to grow our own food, right? We're, we have a great big garden. We have the chickens. There's nothing easy about that garden or the chickens. Oh, the chickens aren't too hard, but you know what I mean? It's, it's not always easier and it's not always cheaper, right? Because you spend a lot of money. There's an investment in these things and it's definitely not easier. You're out there working to grow your own food. Um, we was just talking about that with the garden with somebody the other day. It's like every year you learn something. It's always a battle. You learn something every year. You're battling the pests one year. You're battle battling the soil one year. You're battling the weather one year. Every year... There's a different battle that goes on in the garden, but that's part of it. It's part of the journey. And so living simple doesn't always mean easier. It doesn't always mean that um, it's going to be the easy way out or, you know, just having less is going to be easy, especially when it comes to things like the target dollar aisle. <laughs> just kidding. But um, it's not always going to be easy to live a simple life. Like I said, gardening, you put tons of work into it. Um, so people equate like, you know, if you want to have a simple life, you have to live on a farm. You do not. You can live a simple life wherever you live because it's all about the mindset. It's all about understanding your relationship between God and then your relationship between stuff and how that all fits together. How does the stuff you have in your life reflect your relationship with God? How does the stuff you have in your life reflect where your heart is, right? If you're a collector of things, but you're not making a collection of moments with people, 
or if you're spending more time acquiring things rather than doing things, or you're spending more energy on um, material things rather than spiritual things, you know, those are all things to consider um, about living simple. So there's a lot more to living simple than what we just think like, oh, that just means um, you don't have a lot of stuff, you're a minimalist and you live on a farm. No way. It has to do with your mindset and your focus. And like I say, I believe that the remedy for clutter and chaos in our world is Jesus. Everybody's running around saying they're so cluttered. They have so much stuff. Um, They're so busy. There's so much chaos. But when you're focused on Jesus, all of that stuff doesn't seem quite as important. You don't feel the need to acquire stuff. You don't feel the need to um, fritter your life away on little details. You focus on the big picture and you keep the main thing, the main thing, and the main thing is Jesus. So those are some of the things I've learned um, in this little journey to live more simple. And I'm a work in progress. Like I said, I still have to purge our house of clutter sometimes. Um, sometimes I don't take the simple way out. I, Like I said, I will want to uh, shop a little too much or, um, you know, I'm not into decorating though. That's one thing I have to say. I don't get too hung up on the house. I used to on how it looked, but that kind of stuff has sort of faded away. I'd rather have people in my home and remember how they felt in my home than how my home looked aesthetically. So, you know, that's not a battle I face, but I know a lot of people do. So everybody has a different journey. And um, my journey to simplifying is not yours. And what a simple life looks like to you is not necessarily the same as what it looks like to me. Um, it can be different. You know, you can live in the city and live a simple life. You can live on a farm and live a simple life. You can be a, a, a homeschooling mom. You can be a working mom, no matter what it is. It's all about your heart being turned to the right place. Um, we also, two more things that I've learned on this journey to living simple is that um, homeschooling has allowed us to live more simply and also self-employment has allowed us to live more simply. And I just believe the reason that is, is number one, we're not keeping up with a lot of the Joneses, right? We're not keeping up with all the kids at school. We're not keeping up with all the the men at the office, right? So that is part of it. And also it's just allowed us to live this lifestyle that we have always had always wanted for our family was, you know, spending a lot of time together, doing things together, um, living life together, right? Not all going in separate directions, you know, uh, being together. And I I think it's done wonders for our family to keep us focused. Not saying that that's for everybody, but for us, homeschooling and being a self-employed family has really helped us to stay focused and to stay grounded um, in what's most important for us. And that is Jesus and our family. And, you know, raising disciples so that they're going to go out one day and they're going to raise disciples and those little disciples are going to raise disciples and those little disciples are going to raise disciples and it's going to go on and on, um, Lord willing, for generations to come. So those are the things that I've learned about living simply. I would love to hear from you guys. What have you learned? Where are you on your journey? Are you trying to live a more simple life? What does it mean to you to live a simple life? I would love to continue the conversation on the Facebook page or on the webpage for this episode. Um, and let me know where you're at and and give me some feedback. So I'd love to hear that. Again, if you're listening, don't forget from Friday, July 27th um, through, let's see, Monday. So that would make 27th, 28th, 29th, 30th, July 30th. 
we have all these giveaways that we are giving away to celebrate that this is the 100th episode of the Simply Living for Him podcast. So there's um, two books from Dorenda Wilson, The Unhurried Homeschooler. She just has such a um, beautiful mindset. We are so um, of the same mindset. So you'll love her. Uh, and she also has Unhurried Grace for Moms. It's a devotional. And then there's also a $25 gift card for the Purple Pair. A $25, uh, $25 gift card for Amazon. Um, my books, Real Homeschool, Called Home, and our brand new Simply Seeking Him journal. All of those things are being given away. So enter, share the post with others, um, and let me know uh, what you think about Living Simple. And thank you for listening to 100 episodes of the Simply Living for Him podcast. Until the next time, I wish you blessings and joy.